This is an LTD Entertainment presentation. Welcome to Brian C. Pusey's Safe Haven Podcast, where our aim is to encourage, enhance, and advance you to the next level on your Christian journey. We're prayerful that you'll stick around and listen to the message that God has for you, delivered by yours truly, Reverend Brian C. Pusey. The door is open. Let's go in together. Welcome to Safe Haven Podcast. I'm your host, Reverend Brian C. Pusey. I want to thank everyone for tuning in on this wonderful day. Um, I want to thank everyone who continued to listen to support Safe Haven Podcast during my time away. Um, I had come down with an illness uh, previous week, and it was kind of hard for me to um, focus on uh, being able to give you guys a quality podcast. Um, but thankfully, I was able to get out a midweek uh, midweek service uh, about a week or so ago, and I'm thankful for anyone who tuned in to listen to that. Um, before we begin our program today, I want to just send my um, special condolences uh, to a young, to the family of a young boy that was um, unfortunately murdered um, on Friday night uh, in uh, in Country Club Hills, um, a town that I grew up in. Um, he was leaving a Hillcrest High School game. His name is Marshawn Mitchell. He was 14 years old. Um, don't know exactly uh, the details of the story, but I just wanted to send my heartfelt condolences to his friends, his family, and anyone who was in contact with him before this. This is just sad that this senseless stuff is happening out there in the world today. And it, for me, it's close. that's very close to home, close to where I grew up at. No, knew many people who went to that school and probably knew a few that's, that, that have families that are going there now. But I just want to send my prayers out to everyone that is affected by this tra- uh, this tragic thing. My question to anyone out here in this world, when is it going to stop? When are you going to put down the the, the weapons, the guns, and just actually just talk it out and just agree to disagree instead of disagreeing to agree? You know, this is just sad times. The only thing I can do is lift lift up the family in prayers. This is sad. I know that Safe Haven Podcast reaches many, and I'm praying that uh, it somehow reaches the family, and um, let them just let them know that I, Reverend Brian C. Pusley, um, I send my heartfelt condolences to you, and I'm praying that during this time, this unfortunate time, that you guys be able to pull through to the best of your abilities. I know this must be rough, so therefore, I just want to let you know you're in my prayers. In the meantime, guys, I want to welcome you all to Safe Haven once again. Um, I am Reverend Brian C. Pusey. Today's message is going to be a great one. It's going to be a wonderful one. Um, It's called, Who's Your Master? And um, we're going to be coming from Matthew chapter 6 today. So therefore, 
Before we begin that, before we read the scripture and get into it, let us open up with prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we want to just thank you for this other opportunity. We want to thank you for this program. We want to thank you for the service. We want to thank you for the messenger right now, Heavenly Father. We pray that you just use me right now, Heavenly Father. We pray that you use us as listeners, as followers of your word, O oh Heavenly Father, to be able to do what is necessary for everyone, O oh Heavenly Father, and not just for you, but also to fulfill the will that you have given us, O oh Heavenly Father. Some of us may not understand what our purpose is. Some of us don't even get a chance to see our purpose, but O oh Heavenly Father, if thank you for waking us up one more time to be able to have an opportunity to fulfill a purpose that we did not know that we needed to fulfill, Heavenly Father. So right now, we just want to say thank you in advance. We want to thank you for all the blessings. We want to thank you for the blessings to be, O oh Heavenly Father. We want to just thank you for you just being your, yourself right now, Heavenly Father. We want to thank you for that. We want to thank you for every church door that has been opened in your name, O oh Heavenly Father. We want to thank you for every pastor who has had to preach on this day or any other day, O oh Heavenly Father, and who has to walk that walk that extra walk that most of us don't even know how to walk, O oh Heavenly Father, and not even sure that we have the confidence to do so, Heavenly Father. So we thank you for those leaders, so Heavenly Father, that we follow them, Heavenly Father, continue to use them the way you see fit. Empty out their, their, their collective spirit and fill them up with your Holy Ghost, O oh Heavenly Father. That's all we ask for right now. In your Son Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Today's scripture is a, is a, is a, Good scripture is a good, good verse as well, because we're only going to be reading one verse today, but this one verse is going to give us a whole, whole, whole uh, outlook, a different outlook than, than we've noticed before. We're going to come from Matthew chapter 6. Um, going to be reading uh, from verse 14. No, no, no. Matthew chapter 6. Verses 24. My bad. I got a little carried away there. Uh, Matthew chapter 6, verse 24. It reads as follows. I'm going to be reading to you from the New Revised Standard Version. It reads as this. No one can serve two masters. For a slave will either hate the one and love the other, or be devoted to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and wealth. Word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. For the next few moments that we have together, I ask that you pray with me on the topic, Who's your master? Who is your master? Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, right now we just want to say thank you. Lord, just use me right now, Heavenly Father. Enter me out and fill me up with your Holy Ghost. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be found acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my most Blessed Redeemer, right now, just use me right now, Heavenly Father. Open our ears to hear, O Heavenly, Heavenly Father. Open my mouth to speak, O Heavenly Father. Use me in the way that you see fit right now and forevermore. In your Son, Jesus' name we pray. Amen. When we just get off, first off, you got to make sure that you read Matthew 6 in its entirety. Matter of fact, this is coming during the time when Jesus was talking on the Sermon on the Mount, and he was, he was doing a lot of teaching on this on this particular sermon, and at this particular time, he talked about the prayers, he talked about treasures and whatnot. Matter of fact, if we go up to verse nineteen and through twenty one, we get a little insight on what we're about to talk about today in verse twenty four. 
I'm going to read 19 through 21 so you get an understanding, just in case you don't have your Bibles in front of you. It says this, Do not store up for yourselves treasures on earth where moth and rust consume and where thieves break in and steal. But store up for yourselves treasures in heaven where neither moth nor rust consumes and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Now that part right there in verse 21 just says a lot right there. That that that's a mouthful. Matter of fact, I could just I could just drop the mic down and say that's that's it, the word of God for the people of God. But I'm gonna just say it one more time. For where your treasure is, there your heart will all be also. That means where is your heart today? Because when we look out here today, we look at all these things, we see things on television a lot and movies and whatnot, and we see pictures of celebrities and they got all these big mansions got all the most extravagant clothes you could think of, driving the fanciest cars and whatnot, and and you think that they got it all. And a lot of people I know who are trying to get there saying, I am stressing myself out and I don't know why because I want to be rich. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing I want to, I, I should have told, told this one person, I'm going to tell you and I'm going to tell them if they're listening right now. You're already rich in the Lord. Now, what kind of rich you're looking for is kind of different. If you're looking for the material rich, baby, you may you may or may not ever get that. And if you achieved it and received it, you may not know what to do with it. And you might blow it. Amen. A lot of people say, I want to be this. I want to be that. I remember being a kid growing up saying, I wanted to be rich. You know, I said, I wanted to be rich. I wanted to have all the money and I wanted to have all the fame and the fortune. You name it. But you know what? That's not what the Lord wanted for me. The Lord wanted me to be rich in him. Amen. You know, I know what you're saying. You're saying, Reverend Brian, what do you mean by that rich in him? Well, think about it. God has already made you rich. Now, what you do with those riches is a, it's a different thing. Now, a lot of people think when they hear the word rich, they think of material. They think of money. They think in big house. They think of all the cars and the clothes. And you got all the people. You got all the hanger-ons coming on one and hang on to you because you got the money. And they thinking, well, if I hang around them a little while longer, maybe they'll give me some money too. Maybe they'll give me, they'll rub, I can rub off some of their fortune onto me too, amen? But you know what? That's the problem with most of us these days. We're searching for the wrong thing. Now, a lot of people who are in this position say they love God. I ask this question, how much do you love God? Because if you're a person who does love God, Maybe you go to church. I don't know. But here's the thing. Are you only giving to the church that's already prosperous? Are you just, or are you giving to the church that really needs it? Amen. Because there are a lot of churches out there. Don't get me wrong. I've been a member of a few. I've gone to a couple more, other, a couple others. And you know what? I always said to myself, if I was rich, now, please don't, I'm not that kind of rich, but I'm saying if I had money, kind of rich, I said, which church would I give my money to? Would I give it to the church that's already prosperous and don't really need my help? Or would I give it to the church that actually looked at me and acknowledged me, not only as a man of God, but as a person who is looking for a home? Hmm. Amen. I know some of y'all are probably thinking, my God, Rev, you've been gone for over two, almost two weeks and you coming back and you hitting us with all the heavy stuff. Amen. Well, don't worry. While I was away, it's not like the Lord stopped talking to me. It's just that I wasn't able to talk clearly enough for you to understand. And you know what? And this is where the Lord is using me right now. You know, I've, I've gotten, I've been doing the Good Samaritan work for more, for more 
people that I could ever account for. And you know what? Half the time, I'm broker than they are. And somehow, I make a way because you want to know what? I'm not the one making the way because God is making the way. I'm not rich. I'm not even saying that I got a lot of money. Amen? But somehow, the Lord helps me to stay in a house that I bought. He helps make sure that the lights are still on. You know, he makes sure that there's still food on my table. And he makes sure that I still have a job to go to every day. Amen. But you know what? Sometimes I'm struggling. Sometimes I'm suffering. Some of these people who are coming to me looking for me for help don't realize that I need the help too. Amen. And But I don't have anybody to go to. I can't go to them because they're coming to me. Amen. And, you know, sometimes you're wondering when the person who is suffering the most is going through the most, what do you do? And you know what? That's when you start asking, who is your master? Who is your master? Because sometimes I wonder in that myself, am I serving the God, God of God of godly, or am I trying to serve the God of money? Amen. Because sometimes I don't know because I said I would like to have some money so I could just be able to be comfortable and be able to do some things and to be able to help others. Because yes, according to some people, they think just because I don't have a wife and the kids and all this stuff, they thinking that I got all this extra money just put uh, tucked away. Well, newsflash, now that ain't true. I'm putting all my money and all my responsibilities. If I didn't have this house or whatnot, my goodness, who knows what material things I would have bought for myself. But you know what? There's a lot of things I sacrificed to get to where I am. I sacrificed buying the new Xboxes and the Playstations and the new things and the, the new TVs, the big screen TVs and all that stuff. I... Push that aside. Why? Because that was not necessary. I don't need the material things about as much as I need the things to get me through the day, through the week, and through the month. Amen? A lot of us are asking these questions. Now, here's the thing. The Lord gave me three. He gave me three points today. But he also gave me about one, two, three, four. He gave me five questions and three points to ask you today. And guess what? You're going to enjoy this. I hope you have your notebooks ready. I hope you have your recorders ready. I'm hope, hoping if you're watching me on the screen, even though I'm not video right now, don't worry. I'm coming back in the video form soon. Don't worry. To those who miss seeing my, my wonderful face and seeing my animated movements, don't worry. That's coming back soon. But right now, let's focus on this. Here's the, here's the, three, here's the first point for you. First, first two questions about your master, depending on who you're serving. Because I don't know you very well to be able to say, I know who you're serving. But you know who you serve, so I'm going to ask you this question. Does your master reward you or does your master hinder you? I'm going to say that again. Does your master reward you or does your master hinder you? Think about it. That's what Jesus was talking about. He says, he says in verse 24, part A and part B, we're going to, get, we're going to break it down all right. We're going to make B, C, and D. But right now, A and B says this. No one can serve two masters, for a slave will either hate the one and love the other. Of course, you know the other flip side of that coin. You know what the flip side of that coin is and in, in, in verse 24c. Or be devoted to the one who despised the other. Think about that one. You got to either love one or hate the other. You can't love them both and feel good. You know, that's probably why a lot of people, if you're from Chicago, you'll understand this one. Why a lot of people either love the White Sox or love the Cubs, but they can't love the other. And for those who say they love the other, they, they look at them weird. You know, 
I don't have a problem with one of the teams. I'm just not a big follower of them. That's all. Amen. You know, I'm not going to say I hate them. But, you know, a lot of people assume that I hate them. No, I don't hate them. If they're winning, great. Awesome. Another another uh, feather for the, for the team, for the hometown team. Amen. I'm not going to go out and buy memorabilia. I'm not going to go out and buy their, buy, their, buy their their stuff. No. But that doesn't mean I don't have support of what they're doing. If they're doing great, awesome. Hand clap and play, praise. Amen. But if they're not doing great, I'm not going to say, ha, ha, you suck. No, that's not me. But I know a lot of people are out there like that because you want this tribalism thing. No, we ain't got time for tribalism. Look, that's just like some people say, I love the Lord, but I don't like going to the church. I don't understand that. You don't. You love God, but you don't want to go to his house. But he comes to your house every day and he sees what you're doing. Amen. Yeah, I know you don't want to hear that one. But yes, God is in your house. You, you didn't know that? So if he's coming to your house every day seeing what you're doing, be it good, bad, or ugly, why can't you go to his house? Yes, sometimes, like one person said, the church is a hospital. Think about it. We're all at the hospital because we're all not feeling well. We all got some kind of sickness. We got either the sickness of addiction. We all probably got the sickness of, of tribalism, so to speak. You know, we all got a sickness of some kind. We're coming there to hear a message. We're there to get healed. We're there to, to, to get uplifted. That's what we go to church for. Now, if you're going to church to start fights with somebody, or you're talking about this pastor ain't that great, or, or this choir sucks, or, or that usher gets on my nerves, or that nurse is always in someone's face, or someone's always a brown noser, son of a son of a hoo-hoo, and, you know, a yahoo. If that's what you're focused on, then you come to church for the wrong reasons. Now, if you're coming to church to actually praise the Lord and thank the Lord for waking you up, each and every day, and especially on Sunday, when you get an opportunity, that is the time. That is the opportunity. That's what you should be there for. You shouldn't be there to worry about, oh, that person always wearing the same clothes. What's wrong with them? Why is that person uh, wearing jeans? They should be wearing a suit. You First off, you don't know what that person's going through, and they may not have a suit in their closet. I've gone to many interviews over the year, uh, over the recent years, and I can tell you one thing. I always dress in a suit and a tie, and guess what? I see a lot of people dressing in their jeans and their in their Timberlands. And you know what? Maybe it's because that's all they got. Maybe they wear they're wearing their best casual outerwear, but they're not wearing their business casual because maybe they don't have any of that stuff because maybe they weren't prepared for that. They weren't groomed for that. Instead of hating on them and talking about, oh, you're you serving the wrong master, you serving the master of material. So that's why you're wearing the polos and, and the Timberlands and the Nikes and the Reeboxes and the Under Armour and all that stuff. But you don't have time to put on the Pierre Cardin. You don't have time to put on the Brooks Brothers. You don't have time to put on some of the, of the Mac Daddy clothes. Well, you know what? Maybe we need to get back to that. But you got to train somebody up in that way so they can understand that. Tell them to pull their pants up and put on a real belt, for crying out loud, instead of having to pull up their pants every five seconds. Oh, man. Oh, I'm going somewhere with that. I know. I know, but I'm going to take it back. I'm going to dial it back a little bit and give you points, point two. After you realize, after you ask yourself the question, does your master reward you or does your master hinder you? You've got to ask yourself this. Does your master listen or does he ignore you? I'll say it again. Does your master listen or does he ignore you? Like I said, this, this whole entire verse is packed with a lot because the end of the part says, you cannot serve God and wealth. 
You really can't. You can't. You can only serve one or the other. I'm beginning to understand why Jesus is saying that. As I'm growing wiser and more knowledgeable in my years here, I'm beginning to understand why he says, why he asked that question. You want to know why he asked that question? I'm glad you asked. Because he raised it because when you think about it, you're putting one on the fence and you're putting one in your house. Simple as that. You're putting one out and you're putting one in. You can't have both. It's like bringing over a, a neat freak to your house when and also bringing over the slob. Trust me, those two cannot get along. And in and, a and weird dichotomy, if you're like me, you, you got both the neat freak and the slob mixed in you and you don't know how to live with yourself. It's kind of messy, but you know what? It's also stressful. Amen. I know some of y'all understand that because when you bring those two together, they are not going to get along. They can't, they barely coexist. Amen. It's hard to see, uh, you know, the slob is like, he don't care. You see a clean spot and you make it dirty. And the neat freak will see the dirty spot and try and make it clean again. And of course, the slob will do the same thing. He'll make it dirty again. And like five seconds later, then, you, then the neat freak going to, and then they will get angry at each other. And they're going to fight each other. Amen. See, that's the reason why you can't bring God, you can't serve God and wealth. Amen. It's either one or the other. Now, believe it or not, I'll say this for those who who want to uh, question what I'm saying about those who may be in the wealth department. They got there. Yes, God will bless you with wealth when you bless him with your service. Now, that's a free one. God will bless you with wealth when you bless him with service. That means if you're doing great things in the name of the Lord and you've got a message out there that is great and it's in the Lord, guess what? The Lord is going to reward you. He's going to reward you diligently. And if it's about if it's wealth that he wants to reward you with, he's going to reward you with wealth. But please know that wealth is not just material money. Wealth could be a complete knowledge. He could give you wisdom that you didn't have before that moment. Amen. It's not just about being rich with riches. That's not the only thing. We in this today's society, we get hooked on the money part. We get hooked on that material thing. We get hooked on the big screens. We get hooked on being on TikTok. We get hooked on being on Snapchat and Instagram and Facebook. Guilty, guilty, guilty as charged. I'm not on there. I don't post like I used to because in my in my advanced, advancing years, I realized that I need to scale back. I need to scale down. I don't need to share everything. I need to share not with everybody. I need to share more with the Lord. And the few things I do share with the, with the rest of you is only because I... The Lord wants me to, amen? It's because I may be happy or I have a message I want to give to you, amen? So that's one of the beautiful things you got to realize. But I know we got to wrap this up soon, so I'm going to say this. After you've asked yourself these other questions, that does your master reward you or does your master hinder you? And then after you answer the question, ask the question, does your master listen or does he ignore you? Here's the best part of it all. Will you live for your master? i say it again. Will you live for your master? We just got through talking about uh, earlier about a young, young man who probably was an innocent bystander in some violent act after an innocent peacetime of going to a high school, home school uh, homecoming football game. And he had, didn't have to lose his life at 14 years old. He was just getting started. Matter of fact, he was probably a freshman saying, man, I'm enjoying being in this high school. I can see myself doing great things in four years. I'm probably going to get straight A's. I'm going to go off to college, become somebody great. 
But guess what? He got snuff from him in a minute. Why? Because somebody decided to die for to make him die. Why? Why? We just realize that what we do is very important. Very important. It is time for you to rise up and realize that what God has called for you is for you. Word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we want to thank you for this message and the messenger. We pray that you just use us right now the way that you see fit. This message may have gotten disjointed, cut, cut in half near the end, but that's okay, Lord, because you know what? God is still, you are still able, and we are so grateful for you. We pray this prayer in your son Jesus' name. Amen. I want to thank you guys for tuning in to this edition of Safe Haven Podcast. This week, uh, we are starting a midweek. We're starting to make this a regular occurrence. We're going to have midweek manna. That's right, midweek manna uh, on Wednesday nights at 7 p.m. And we're going to have a new message uh, posted every Wednesday. Uh, it could be by me or, or guest minister uh, in the future, but right now it's going to be me. Um, so but don't worry. Don't worry, guys. I, I, I don't just haul, call the spotlight. So it's not about me. It's about giving the message uh, from the Lord to you all. So just want to let everybody know about that. Want to thank you guys for listening this week. We pray that you uh, get through everything that you got to go through. And I will be here always. You can reach out to me at www.safehavenpodcast.org. Um, you can go to the ministry contact section, prayer request section. And you can, um, if you're a church and, and a pastor and you want to have me come and bless your congregation, you can reach out in that section. If you're someone search, seeking out prayer, you can go to that section as well. Leave a prayer request and I will definitely keep you in my prayers. You guys can also, if you're a minister and you want to be on Safe Haven Podcast and um, for the first time, you can go and register as a guest on that in that same uh, website, and I will definitely give you my full undivided attention. All right? All right, guys, going to leave you to your the rest of your Sunday evening. I'm praying that all goes well with you all, and you guys will definitely hear from me on this Wednesday. And for those who are un unable to listen to me on Wednesday, you'll definitely hear from me next week. All right, let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we want to just thank you for this, this service. Thank you for this opportunity to bless your name one more time. We pray that you just continue to just be with us, guide us, and keep us going. Oh, Heavenly Father, because we need you more than ever. In your son Jesus' name we pray. Amen. We'll see you guys next week. This was an LTD Entertainment presentation.